Yo, what up? Technician clocking in. Your boy Big Mark, a.k.a. Quiddy Swole on the IG, though. As always, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear and not what you want. But today we have another uh, FAQ episode answering another five questions. So stay tuned for some quality information. Uh, First question today is, what are some main overtraining symptoms? It's not exactly going to always be easy to know when you are going into an overtrained state. Um, We have many people for years continuously live in an overtrained, fatigued state, um, which can lead to adrenal issues as well. But most are clueless that shit is even going on unless it's blaring obvious. You know, the most obvious symptoms for that um, for me are mentally not wanting to work out anymore. Um, I feel weaker in my hands and weaker in my workouts. I'll have headaches. I'll be lethargic. My sleep patterns will be off. And really, this can all simply happen just because training has gotten too intense and we can't handle it anymore. We know how um, stressful life can be and certain things are what they do to our bodies. And those are just, you know, typically mental things. But, I mean, training is also physical on top of that. So, you know, don't be Mr. Tough Guy and just be understanding. You know, if you feel fine, but you notice your workouts are not progressing as good or your pumps are not good anymore, just start to take notice if it's happening very frequent frequently. And then you can investigate further from there to see what's going on. Uh, the second question is, how do I deal with constant hunger? Um, this means you're not in tune with ghrelin, which is your body's hunger hormone signal. Um, ghrelin gets easily sco- skewed. skewed Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) Due to a variety of factors, you can eat the exact same calories in two different meal plans. And obviously, the plan which contains high volume of foods and fiber is definitely definitely not going to make you nearly as hungry as the other group. That's probably full of junk. Uh, A lot of those two factors are what really makes eating healthy sustainable. Because, I mean, if humans were constantly hungry, on top of that, having to eat healthy as well... I mean, you would basically see everyone going back to eating like shit because they don't want to be hungry. If you're failing your diet cons- consistently, reflect if you're eating a, an adequate amount of food volume that comforts you. Um, some people do better on high volume foods um, because they, they really need it or some very have very sensitive and small stomachs and prefer uh, low volumes. And also, if you're in a calorie deficit, you signed up to be hungry. So that's the name of the game. Um, I mean, just like overtraining symptoms, if ghrelin can be off because of sleep pattern issues or just being in an overtrained state. Um, Third question is, what are some of my favorite variations of the big movements and why? And for me, for, you know, for presses, I prefer incline presses over uh, flat because they're going to hit the upper chest more, which is often neglected for physique. And um, for squatting, I like to do a safety bar or a hack squat machine because if I'm trying to emphasize my quadriceps, it, it forces you to align to stay upright um, versus sitting back into a squat, which will recruit more of the glutes, erectors, and hamstrings. Um, for rows and on pull-ups, this, this applies for both. I like to use underhand grips to hit the lower portion of the lats. And it also recruits more biceps, which I am focusing on my arms. Um, 
And for deadlifts, I prefer to do remaining deadlifts or stiff legs, um, which both of these movements involve being in a higher stance compared to a traditional deadlift and will pull from the glutes and hamstrings more than your lower back. Um, the fourth question is, should it be specializing muscle groups? Um, most likely not. This does not apply to 90% of people. When you get to a point when your progress is slower and you have developed your base foundation and you see certain ratio, ratios are off, you can be really nitpicky. And obviously everyone has genetic differences in their capabilities and other factors in play as well. But um, just trying to throw in a bunch of extra volume to a single muscle group in hopes of making it grow more is not even actually always going to work. A lot of people just need to simply lower their training volume on that muscle and work on their mind-muscle connection. And then once your minimum effective volume no longer is effective, you progress onto it and add on to the minimum effective volume. But you're always going to do the least amount for the exact same effect. And question five, is there any difference in doing fasted cardio versus um, fed cardio? And for 95% of people, absolutely not. If you're going to even think about losing any sleep quality, no. Uh, do your cardio fed, sleep in, do what you need to do. You're putting yourself at a big disadvantage if you're, if you're not sleeping properly. But if you're able to still not change your sleep schedule and are able to you do fasted cardio, it is definitely more optimal than fed for fat burning. Um, when you wake up in the morning and don't have any food, your blood glucose is very low and it allows fat to be oxidized the easiest and efficiently in that cardio session versus later in the day when you're fed it's going to pull from the glucose in the bloodstream from food that day um you will also be able to give uh, better mental attention to that cardio session and to your lifting session later on the day on top of that because it is easy for me including myself um, and others to mentally dread cardio if you're mid-lifting and it can mess with your lifting intensity or the, the cardio intensity. Um, either or, it will it's a mindset. Um, and for me, it has helped out a lot. But regardless of the mindset benefits, fasted cardio is optimal optimal for fat loss compared to fed. I like to do um, low intensity in the morning, and I'll do an incline walk on the treadmill or a walk at, walk outside if it's warm enough. Um, if you're going to do HIT, it is probably better to do FED because you do want to pull from glucose first to feel the HIT. But if not, um, either way, you can do HIT in the morning. It just wouldn't be as good. Just don't overcomplicate it and just do what works best for you, what you want to do, and stick to it and be consistent because being consistent is what really matters the most in doing your cardio and burning fat, and being consistent on your diet as well. So don't forget that. And that's all for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Your boy Big Mark, a.k.a. Cody Swole, on the IG, though. Technician clocking out. Peace.